I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord, and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to him are radiant, and their faces shall never be ashamed. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him from all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and delivers them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. Oh, fear the Lord, you his saints, for those who fear him have no lack. The young lions suffer want and hunger, but those who seek the Lord lack for no good thing. Come, O oh children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. What man is there who desires life and loves many days that he may see good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Turn away from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous and his ears toward their cry. The face of the Lord is against those who do evil to cut off the memory of them from the earth. When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and delivers them from all their troubles. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of all of them. He keeps all his bones. Not one of them is broken. Affliction will slay the wicked, and those who hate the righteous will be condemned. The Lord redeems the life of his servants. None of those who take refuge in him will be condemned. This is the word of the Lord, and it's absolutely true, and it's given to us in love. Well, good morning. One of the commitments that I made to you several months ago is that I personally wanted to grow in faith and hope this summer. And my hope and desire was that we here at Hope Chapel would grow in faith and hope. So in order to help us do that, over the next six weeks, we're going to be looking at a psalm each week. Now you might be wondering, why the psalms? And the answer is, the psalms are the songs of Jesus. And just as David would come in and play music for King Saul to calm his fears and to grow his faith, I believe studying and praying and meditating and singing the Psalms will do the same for our souls. So this morning, we're going to begin our journey looking at Psalm 34. And I want us to consider three things from this Psalm. First, we are called to cast our anxieties on the Lord. Secondly, the Lord will provide for us. And then thirdly, because of all that the Lord has done, we are called to lift our voices in praise to him. Pray with me. Father, we're grateful this morning for the privilege to come and to worship you. Lord, we need you, Holy Spirit, to open our hearts, to open our minds to the truths that are in this psalm. And so would you come, Holy Spirit, would you meet us in powerful ways this morning? And would you transform our hearts? And we pray this in your name. Amen. So if you have your bulletins, I'd encourage you to pull 
those out, or you can turn in your Bibles to Psalm 34. And one thing, when, when you're reading the Psalms, we tend to read linear. Um, but if you're actually studying the Psalms, what you'll notice is that you're going to you jump all around in order to kind of make sense of what the author of the Psalms is trying to say to us. So today we're going to be all over the place. So just encourage you to have um, your bulletin or your Bible in front of you. So the first thing that we see in this psalm is that we are called to cast our anxieties on the Lord. Now, when I was in seminary, I had to take uh, a class called Intro to Counseling. This was before I even had decided to do the counseling program. All the MDiv guys, they they wanted us to learn how to listen. And so that was kind of the, the goal of this Intro to Counseling class. So throughout the class, we would meet in triads. And one student would be the counselor, one student would be the client, and then the other would be the observer. And on this one occasion, I was the client, and then my buddy was the counselor, and then we had an observer. And so he asked me a very open-ended question. He said, "Um, what do you want to talk about today? I thought that was good, a good question. And so I said, well, I'm anxious. And he was like, well, what are you anxious about? And I said, well, I'm getting ready to graduate. I'm flying all over the place looking for jobs. I'm going to leave Florida. And I just feel lots of fear and anxiety. And he kind of looked at me. He didn't know what to do. And he said, well, have you meditated on scriptures? I said, yeah, I'm meditating on scriptures. And Paul says, do not be anxious. So I'm trying not to be anxious. And he said, well, are you exercising? I said, yeah, I'm exercising. He said, you know, going to church. Yes, I'm doing all those things. And I was getting more and more anxious as he was trying to get me to not be anxious. And I was trying not to be anxious. And then our professor, Gary Rupp, was overhearing. And he gently came over and pushed that student aside and sat down in the chair. He looked me in the eyes. Gary's probably 15 years older than me. He took me by the hands. And I'll never forget this. He said, Todd. If you're feeling anxious right now because you're looking for jobs and you're going to leave Orlando, that means that you're alive. It's okay to feel what you're feeling. And instead of trying so hard to not feel anxious, what you need to do is to plunge your anxiety into Jesus, the one who loves you. Now, I've never forgotten that moment. And as we look at the psalm this morning, what we see is King David doing the exact same thing. You see, in this psalm, King David is is coming out of a, a situation where his heart was full of fear and anxiety. He had fled Saul and he had gone to Gath. And while he was in Gath, King Achish was there. And the men and women had heard that that David had come and David had slain Goliath and slain the thousands. And so David thought he would be welcomed. But instead, the men and women of Gath were scared of him and plotted to murder him. And so, of course, in the midst of running from Saul and now having King Achish wanting to kill him, what happens? David is full of fear. He's full of anxiety. Now, the temptation for us in this is when we're feeling fear and anxiety is to try to deny those feelings. 
The other temptation for us is try to medicate them through food, through sex, through TV, through anything comfortable to, to assuage our fear and anxiety. But what King David teaches us here is that the only way to heal our fears and anxieties or to cast those fears and anxiety on the Lord. If you look in verse 4 through 6, David says this, I sought the Lord and He answered me and delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to Him are radiant and their faces shall never be ashamed. And then talking about himself, he says, This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. You see, David in the psalm is saying, in the midst of feeling his fears and anxieties, instead of denying them, instead of medicating them, what did he do? He sought the Lord. He looked to the Lord. He cried out to the Lord. And then David says in verse 7, the Lord encamps around those who fear, meaning who are reverent toward him. And the Lord delivers them. And likewise for us this morning, we too need to cast our fears and our anxieties on the Lord. We need to stop beating ourselves up over being fearful and anxious because this side of heaven, if you are alive, you will feel fear and anxiety because we live in a broken world. And we need to stop trying to medicate them by looking to other things. Instead, David teaches us in this psalm that the way to peace, the way to rest the way to restoration, the way to deliverance is to plunge our anxieties and our fears into Christ and to seek Him for healing and restoration. And so I want us to take a moment and everybody close your eyes. I want you kind of to center yourself, check in with what you're feeling. And see if there's any fear and anxiety in you. Maybe something happened this week. Something unknown. Maybe you're feeling fear and anxiety over a broken relationship. Maybe you're feeling fear and anxiety over a child that's wayward. Or over parents that are aging. Over unknown circumstances ahead of you. Maybe you're feeling fear and anxiety over health issues. Or wondering how you're going to pay the bills. Whatever the circumstance, give yourself permission to feel the fear and anxiety. Don't run from it. Let it wash over you. And then I want you to picture the Lord Jesus. He comes and He sits in front of you. He looks at you with eyes of compassion. And He stretches out His hands. And He takes your hands. 
And he gently says to you, cast your anxieties on me. So take a moment to talk to him about what you're feeling anxious and afraid about today. And as you're sharing with him, hear David in Psalm 34, verse 15, say the eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous and his ears are toward their cry. His ears are toward your cry this morning. The Lord hears you this morning. Now, it's important in a moment, I'm going to ask you to open your eyes. But before I do, I want to encourage you to remain present. To know that the Lord has not moved from you. Though your eyes are open, he is sitting there with you. He is holding your hands. Jesus tells us in John 15, just as Jesus is in the Father and the Father is in Jesus, those of us who profess faith are in Christ. We are enveloped. In him, we are united to him. And then I want you to open your eyes. Because the second thing that we hear in Psalm 34 is when we cast our anxieties on Jesus. David tells us the Lord will provide for us. In verses one through ten of Psalm 34, David shares about his personal experience And then in verses 11 through 22, David takes an opportunity to teach us from his experience. His language is very similar to the Proverbs. He writes in verse 11, come, old children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. I will teach you wisdom. David is saying, let me impart some wisdom from my experience. And what is the wisdom? What is David wanting to teach us this morning? He's wanting to teach us in verses 12 through 14. That those. Who remain obedient and walk in the will of God. That God will be with them. And that we are to keep our tongues from evil and our lips from deceit. We need to seek peace and pursue it. For as we walk in obedience and seek after the Lord in times of good and in times of difficulty. Like the ones David had just encountered, God will move toward us and provide for us. The eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous. And then verse 17, when the righteous, when you cry for help, the Lord hears and delivers them out of their troubles. And then in verse 19, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. This side of heaven, you and I are going to experience afflictions that will cause fear and anxiety. Verse 19 says, many are the afflictions of the righteous, 
But here is the promise again that David wants to teach us. The Lord delivers us out of them all. And I love how he ends the psalm in verse 22. The Lord redeems the life of his servants. None of those who take refuge in him will be condemned. Those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. The good news of Psalm 34 is the good news of the gospel that we have a mighty redeemer who loves you, who knows you. And when you cast your anxieties on him and your fears on him, he will meet you. He will provide for you. He will take away all your fears. So as the Lord continues to hold your hands this morning, hear him say in verse 8, Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. And the literal translation for the word taste here is to take a big bite of God. Eat of his flesh and drink of his blood. He is the one who satisfies our weary and fearful souls. He is the one who knows your heart. And he is the one who wants to hold your heart today and forevermore. And so will you trust him this morning? Will you receive his goodness and his grace and his mercy and his comfort and his love this morning? In this amazing psalm, David first calls us to cast our anxieties on him. And then secondly, David reminds us that the Lord will provide for us. And then thirdly, David reminds us that our response to God's movement toward us and our movement toward God is worship. If you look at verses 1 through 3, David begins the psalm saying, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be on my mouth. My soul makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. And let us exalt his name together. David says the response to casting our anxieties on God and having God meet us, our response is to lift our voices to the Lord. And that's exactly what he does in verses 1 through 3. He sings a new song, a song of praise to the Lord for all that the Lord had done for him personally. And like the great music leaders of today. And then he then calls those who are standing next to him to lift up the name of Christ. To sing praise, to magnify God. You see, David in the psalm is not very complicated. He says, we are going to feel fear and anxiety. If not today, this afternoon, tomorrow, next week. But we have a Savior that longs for us to cast our anxiety and fears on Him. And when he, we do that, He promises to meet us. 
And he promises to deliver us from all our fears. When I was in my six days of crisis two months ago and thought that my cancer had returned, a friend texted me and said, read Psalm 34. And so every day for those six days, I read this psalm. And I would choose a verse. I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. And I would just read it again and again and again and again. Praying and asking God to calm my fears and my anxieties. And every evening before I went to bed, I would listen to one of Sandra McCracken's songs that we're going to sing in a moment called Continuously. And I want you to listen to these verses. She writes this. And this is from the perspective of God. I will hold your right hand. Right beside you, my word is true. I am continuously, continuously with you. Though your flesh and heart may fail, I will approach you beyond the veil. I am continuously, I am continuously with you. Rest in my love as you sleep tonight. Rest in the song of mercy sings. Your shield and strength all through the fire. I will be your covering. I will be your shelter wherever you go. When you wander, I will bring you home. I am continuously, continuously with you. Rest in my love as you sleep tonight. Rest in the song of mercy sings. Your shield and strength all through the fire. I will be your covering. I am continuously I am continuously, I am continuously, continuously, I am continuously, continuously, I am continuously with you. And so I want you to stand as the band comes and we're going to sing this song together. And we're also going to offer our tithes and offerings to the Lord.